0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe.
1: Hi, I'm Graham Carmen, President and CEO of Tinker Resources. Tinker is an exploration development company with a globally significant Zinc resource in Peru. Just put out our PEA, uh, fantastic economics, really good project, one of the largest undeveloped zinc resources in the world. We believe this is going to be a mine uh, in the not-too-distant future. We've got strong assets, good cash balance, really great team, and and a lot of upside as well, a lot of exploration potential. Project's very well located, close to to good infrastructure and surrounded by mines. So we're looking forward to moving the project forward as fast as possible.
0: Graham, lovely to have you on the show. It's the first time we've spoken or met, and I, you know, first time I've heard the story, actually. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, I always like to kind of get to know um, the business plan and strategy, but first of all, the team. Start with yourself and, uh, and then maybe get on to the rest of the team in terms of relevant experience.
1: Nice to join you, Matt. I am, uh, I'm a geologist. I've had a lot of experience down in Peru. I've worked here for 20 years on and off um, throughout a, a long career involved with a number of discoveries. We're, we're an exploration team, um, we've, we've been involved with, as I mentioned, discoveries down in Peru before. Um, I'm ex Rio Tinto, um, Pasminco, base metal focus companies. Um, I am based in Australia, I'm the only expat in the company, we have a, a really strong team down here, led by Alvaro Fernandez Vaca, who's uh, ex Hock um, AQM Copper. And uh, he he leads a, a really solid technical team down here in Peru. Uh, down in Peru, the company is listed on the TSXV. Uh, we have a, a Canadian uh, office in, in Vancouver, part-time um, uh, back office there. And uh, yeah, we've we've got two strategic investors behind us. We have, we have the support of Buena Matura, the largest mining company, independent mining company in in Peru. They are. One of our largest shareholders, and also Nexa, um, a, a, a major zinc producer, uh, they're, they're a major shareholder as well. So there's a lot of support behind the team, and uh, you know, we, we for a junior company, we have a, a fantastic team actually.
0: Okay, uh, Ian and sentient in there too, as well. I noticed. And um, tell me, tell me a little bit about how long have you been at this? How long, how long has this project been um, you know, worked on by you guys, this particular team?
1: Well, Aya Wilka was discovered by Tinker in 2013. Um, this team has been together since 2015, uh, 2015, 2016. And we've been, and so in that time we've we've drilled 90,000 meters uh, of, uh, of, of drilling uh, on the project. And we've uh we've now converted it into a very large resource, as I mentioned, one of the largest. And develop zinc
0: resources on the planet, um, and yeah. So, so tell me, about tell me about the, the, the look. I think the one of the big accusations thrown at you guys is the pace at which this is advancing. Now, is that down to cash constrained environment because zinc price was not really where it needed to be for the last five six years, or is it the fact that you're ex Rio and you do things a certain way, and this is a big project you need to take your time at it?
1: Well, cash, cash is one thing. It, it does take a while at times to get permits uh, in Peru. Um, so, you know, at, at certain stages, we've had to kind of go a bit slower waiting for a permit. Um, and uh, yeah, it is, it, it is what it is. I, I guess uh, it's a base metal project, it takes longer than it does say for, for a gold project to get it, to get it, uh, to get it advanced. Um, but we have we have been working away at it. and it has we have been advancing it, um, and clearly zinc zinc is hot at the moment, um, and we think it's going to stay hot for a period of time. Um, at certain stages, particularly in the earlier years, it was you know relatively difficult to get it to get financed. But uh, now it's not really a, a, a you know a constraint the finance side of it. Um,
0: Right. So have you, have you used the zinc price as, and, cause your share price has done nothing really for the last three, four years, right? It's kind of moving sideways at best, right? So shareholders are, are patiently waiting for one, the market to move and for you to start delivering things like the PEA to maybe get some, get some stimulus and excitement. But have you been able to go into the market and raise capital? I mean, what, what, have you done that recently and how much cash have you got?
1: We, we raised capital just before COVID started, beginning of 2020, uh, and that was with Ventura strategic financing then. Um, so it was kind of good timing for for us to be able to move the thing forward. Could, then, of course, COVID hit. And also Peru was very, very badly hit with COVID, one of the worst hit countries for COVID on the planet. Uh, in fact, on a per capita basis, I'd say it's probably all, almost number one. So everything sh- shut down for months, um and, and things have, have been back to normal now in the last six six or eight months or so um so we raised 12 million uh, us at that time uh, the company uh, still has around 7 million us in the kitty and uh, yeah so you know we've we've been able to raise cash um, and, and enough to keep the project moving along um, and you know as just as as we mentioned we just literally last week put out our, our updated PEA on the basis of the drilling that we did last year and the and the and the engineering work that we've done in the last 12 months.
0: So it sounds like you raised money at just the right time. Uh, quite frankly, well, will I say that. What was the zinc price um, at when you raised that money? The Zinc price was about a dollar
1: twenty odd, dollar ten, dollar twenty, and now it's a dollar.
0: Seventy or dollar sixty, seventy. Right. Okay. Fine. That's interesting. Um. Okay. So with regards to COVID, COVID impacting your ability to move around, at least you've got a lot of uh, locals um, in in the company. Um. Uh, Peruvian elections probably haven't helped that narrative either. Uh. You must be g- uh, glad to see the back of it. When's when, if It's is it November? <laughs> uh. So
1: the elections were held two months ago. Yeah. Um back and the, and the new president was signed in the end of July. Uh, there was quite a lot of nervousness around that election. Um, it was um, between a rock and a hard place. We had a, a, a left-wing guy that was ultimately elected, just, um, he just got across the line by a very small number of votes. Uh, there, had, there has been market nervousness around that elections, no doubt about that. Having said that, things are, are really starting to settle down. Um, the original, well, there, there was um, yeah yeah. Let, let, let's say there was quite a bit of uncertainty. Um, things have things are improving. There, there's been a shift towards the middle. Um, there's there's been some changes on the cabinet. Uh, the prime minister's come and gone, and the new guy is a lot more kind of moderate. Um, so we feel that uh, certainly. We're we're feeling a lot more confident today. Uh, and the mining companies I've been speaking to feel the same way uh today than what they were, you know, uh, a couple of months ago. There's this just things seem to be calming down and, and going back to a bit bit more normality. Does it mean so, does
0: it mean mining licenses and permits will be uh, quicker or it'll just be that nothing's really changed except you've got more certainty around the fact that you won't be paying more taxes?
1: <laughs> well, we we're not sure about that yet. Really, we're not sure. About too much. The, the The new guy doesn't have doesn't have a, a strong mandate in the Senate. Um, so we we actually think it's more likely to be the same old, same old for the next period of time. Um, not a lot has happened here. Uh, there's been a lot of shifting of chairs on the on, you know in the, in the leadership roles, but there hasn't really been a lot of change per se. There's, there's talk of higher taxes, but that's all it is at the moment. There's, no, there's really nothing that clear in terms of what the, the programs are going to be going forward. Um, in terms of permitting, we don't think it's going to really affect very much, at least not on the ground. Tinker talks to the local communities. Um, we file our permits. Permits, do do you do get the permits, but it just does take a long time to get permit extensions and and, uh, and 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 renewals, not so much, but but certainly extensions, uh, it, it, it is a cumbersome process. What so
0: right? So yeah, I, th- I think we've talked about it a lot on, on on the show that Peru, and Chile, Ecuador, the whole South American political scene just going kind to of slows things up in terms of the uncertainty for uh, foreign investment for sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to you. With you, you've got a, a zinc silver project here. We're also probably going to. What I'd like to talk about the kind of copper gold um, component which uh, you, you announced recently as well. But what is it that you set out to try and do back in two thousand and fifteen when you when you when you came aboard? I Accept all the kind of delays and the reasons reasons for that. But what did you set out to do? Has that changed? Any you know? Can you can you as an exploration team? Ensure that this will become a mine, or will there be, need to be another change of management to, you know, ensure that continuity, that that delivery through to uh, mining status.
1: Well, we we set out to to make a a significant discovery, and we've done that. Uh, it is one of the largest undeveloped zinc projects in the world. Um, there's nearly nine billion pounds of zinc in the ground. Uh, it's got this meaningful silver associated with it as well. So we, we set out to do that and, and we've done that. We still want to show that and, and continue to find more because ultimately um, ultimately this project will get bought out. Um, and and uh, it's important to show how the upside and the you know the, the the size of the of the project and the size of the resource to the market. Uh, in the meantime we've we put out our our pa um, we are going to continue to push this now towards development there will be some change in the management team uh, as we move it forward towards this t- towards the development um, and uh, you know we're, we're, we're looking to, to make some changes you know in the not too distant future uh, around that um, at some stage this project will go into a into a pre-feasibility or feasibility, um, you know, relatively soon. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we believe that this could be a mine within the next three or four years. Uh, don't see any reason behind that. Permitting, um, permitting for a mine will likely take a couple of years. So we've got to get the, you know, all, all those kind of things in place in terms of the long, the long lead items um, for that permitting process. But there's no reason why why this can't be a mine, uh, the next major mine in Peru.
0: In fact. Okay, so you're, you're setting this up for some some sort of takeover. So do you? So coming back to your team, you're going to take this through the feasibility. now I've done the PEA. You're going to take it through the uh-huh. feasibility. So just so remind us of the, the kind of big headline numbers on the PEA.
1: So um, it's we used a dollar twenty zinc and a dollar twenty zinc. The post tax NPV eight percent is four hundred thirty three million dollars. Um, a Modest build, initial capex of 264 million. Bear in mind, at current zinc prices, we use a dollar, a dollar 65. The NPV essentially doubles, so it's getting very close to a billion dollars post-tax NPV. 15-year um, mine life, eight and a half thousand ton per day production. It, if we put, if it was in production today, it would be a top 10 global zinc producer. In fact, it would be number eight. Um, and uh, produce meaningful silver and lead as well as as a byproduct. And of course, the silver would, uh, gives us op- opportunity to bring in streams and, and 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 assist in the financing package later down the road. Um, reminder to everybody that we own this asset one hundred percent. There's there's no uh, the company has no debt and there's and there's no um, you know there's, there's there's no encumbrances on the on the asset.
0: No NSR. Nothing like that. There is a one percent NSR that we can buy out for one million US. Okay, okay. I'm, given that's the plan, uh, you've got seven million bucks left. Where, where does that take you through to?
1: Well, it um, it, it uh, the the plan is relatively soon to kick off a a pre feasibility study. Uh, we're just dotting the I's and crossing the T's on on. Um, on getting the the permits uh up, up to speed, we believe we're going to have those permits in place by the, by the end of this year, and we can kick off that program uh in the in the new year. And uh, so the intention is to is to use those funds to um, to commence the infield drilling, but also importantly to carry out some exploration drilling to continue to 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 expand uh, and and uh, extend our highest grade resources. There's no doubt that. Um, the, the high grade resources really make a big impact uh, on, on on the economics and and also of course make the project more more attractive. So that the current funding uh, will get us a long way towards um, towards completing
0: uh, a PFS. Okay, and if you look at the market and just a bit of market knowledge from me, if you don't mind, because I think zinc's kind of those slightly unsexy. Uh, commodity there compared to, compared to some right so not a lot of people come go uh, raving about the, the zinc oh, market you oh, might you might <laughs> <laughs> but um, not a lot of people do so if you if you do get this thing into production and it's it would rank as number eight in terms of you know this the size of producer it could be in the world how sensitive is the zinc market to new entrants and new supply coming in or is the does the demand profile looking forward look like well? There's there's a big gap. There's room for all of us. It'll be fine.
1: There, the the supply side for zinc
0: looks very good. We think um, very good. I was saying there's a shortage of of supply or not enough supply to meet demand.
1: There's there's not really that many new developments in, in zinc space. Uh, unlike copper, should we say? But 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 even uh, with zinc, there's most of the world's assets uh, are old, tired mines that have been around from the 70s and 80s, or even earlier. Uh, uh, and uh, there aren't a lot of projects like A Wilker just sitting out there ready to be developed. There's there's very, very few. Uh, there's a scarcity of, of assets. China is a major producer of zinc. They're cleaning up their environmental act there, and. Uh, and a lot of the zinc over there is produced by a, a whole heap of small little operations, and their production's continuing to decrease, decrease, decrease over time. Uh, not, not only because of, of lack of resources, but also because there are new environmental, um, uh, um, you know, constraints over there. So there tends to be, or there has been, from the analysts and, and experts in the, in the zinc zinc space, a bit of pessimism around. Oh yeah, you know it's. The, the the zinc the zinc market is going to be oversupplied, but it never actually happens. It hasn't happened in a long time. That there's, there's going to be oversupply. Um, you know, the zinc was supposed to be at the moment. You know, down back down our dollar twenty. Here we are, a dollar seventy. So that's fairly typical. A, a lot of the calls on zinc seem to be a bit negative or a little bit. Uh, you, you, know, um, you, you know, you know, you know, not kind of you know on the supply side. Oh yeah, there's going to be a whole heap of zinc come to the market and it doesn't happen. So, you know, the fundamentals, we believe look like actually look very, very good for zinc. Um, And here we are, you know, zinc, zinc is, is is flying along. We're still not seeing the, you know, that the supply hit, uh, hit, hit the, you know, hit the market. So the demand solid, demand solid through you know galvanizations and through you know um, you know the the EV thing. There's 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 a lot of zinc goes into and in, in car manufacturing. Um, so you know and there's there's certainly an EV angle to it and also the kind of green energy angle. Um, a heck of a lot of zinc goes into wind turbines and so on and so forth. So you know again, it's a very useful um, essential commodity for the world.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I, I get the use cases. I just I just wondered. Um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is to say, right, you guys have got some money. You're going to start the P- PFS, uh, in hopefully Q1 and work your way through there. You've got a couple of, uh, strategic investors in the shape of, uh, Buenaventura and, and, and Nexa and, you know, selling at 19 and 9% respectively. You're really cheap at the moment, right? You're really cheap at the moment. You're 70 million bucks. You sh- you know, share price around 20 cents. It, and, uh, and I say, kind of moving sideways, which kind of suits those strategic partners in a way, because if you do all the hard work for them, they can walk in and pick pick this up on on the cheap. And and why shouldn't they? But for your shareholders, they're like thinking, what's the management team going to do for me to drive their share price up between now and the delivery of a PFS? And what can you do?
1: Well, we can, um, you know, we we can, uh, you know do uh, well we you know the discovery side of it's very important uh, you know we can really focus on the exploration side as well and there's there are some really important key areas of the deposit that haven't yet been drilled and we plan to drill those areas this year so you know new discoveries uh, and um, you know we just um, continue to prove and, and show that this project is going to get developed and um, create some tension create some, as much tension as possible between, uh, between these, these and other potential acquirers of the project. Uh, there are others. Uh, we, we're talking to some, to some potential uh, other, other uh, acquirers of the project and, and to create as much tension as we possibly can between, between the two companies that are already there. Um, which which, also- I, which, which
0: I, agree with. I think, you know, competitive tension, you absolutely must do that. It's a question of the, how do you do that? In, you know, the, the zinc component, I get it. Um, and you can do some exploration for sure. It's already big and making it bigger. Is that going to help you? Or do you, do you also focus in on something I mentioned earlier, which is the copper gold component, right? Not getting away from the zinc silver, what what have you seen? Just tell us a little bit about what you've um, what you announced there, and let's see how you can you know perhaps uh, leverage that a little bit. Good point,
1: Matt. So back in July and not long ago, we acquired the adjacent ground from uh, from BHP. Um, so we've now got a, a really large area to explore um, surrounding our existing project. And they did some of the hard work for us in terms of um, the airborne geophysics and identified some targets on the ground. Um, we've gone back into one of those areas in particular uh, that they identified. Uh, it's an area that we call Sylvia Northwest. We announced uh, the initial results to the market uh, a couple of weeks ago only, and we've un- we've discovered some really high-grade uh, gold copper outcrop um, over quite a large area. I've uh, got. Uh, you know, a, 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 an area of several hundred metres by, I think about hundred metres, um, never sampled before, virgin, virgin area, um, which you very rarely see. Uh, hundred odd samples averaging um, 0.8 copper and, and 0.7 gold. And, uh, and so we've got our, our geos up there right now at the moment, um, you know, sampling as fast as we possibly can. Um, mapping the area, taking lots of trench samples. And, uh, and there's going to be, there's definitely going to be some, uh, you know, quite a lot of news coming out on, on Sylvia over the next few weeks and months. Um, the intention is to move it forward as fast as we possibly can, Matt, in terms of uh, initial exploration uh, and get it permitted and drill ready as soon as we possibly can. Now, you know, again, we talked about permits earlier on, but we'd be hopeful that we can uh, drill it on the, the back end of, of next year. Uh, it will take you know, at least several months to get those drill permits in place. But in the meantime, there's a lot of work to do on the ground. Um, the geologists um, have, have uncovered an area of a strike length of about 3 kilometres of alteration and potentially mineralised rock within that 3 kilometre strike length. Uh, there's a you know a heck of a lot of work to do on the ground and and a lot of news to flow out of uh, out of that property you know, in the coming weeks and months. Okay, that
0: that, that, that that I think is going to excite people because um, some of the grades that you referenced in, in some of your press releases are ma- meaningful, right? They're, they're they're meaningful. They're you know you want to see if you can. That, that's a project in its own right, which kind of brings back the strategy bit, which is I want to be really clear. This will become a mine. You're telling me, but you aren't the guys to do that. You're going to create some competitive tension with existing Investors and potentially others who will come in and do that—is that what are saying? So want to be clear? Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, that's that. That is that is one hundred percent correct.
0: Got it. And then that could be an asset sale if the copper gold thing comes off. You continue with that. You're an exploration team after all.
1: Well, and that's that's right. So the the copper gold uh, property, Sylvia, is we put it into a separate uh, entity locally. So we do have the options to. Uh, Potentially, do say spin out or or uh, carve carve out the assets into different into different homes if
0: if needed. Okay. Okay. So one or other of those commodities could be spun out or sold uh, as an asset uh, purchase rather than selling the company. Got it. Understood. Uh, just want to be clear because we've had lots of questions in about I- I- intent and what you're, what you need to do, what you don't need to do. Um, you know, to maybe sort of drive the share price, um, thing, but you, you've kind of answered, answered that. Um, mm-hmm. so like, what? so, so what's, what is the between now and Christmas you are going to be doing? What precisely? Cause you're with your seven million bucks. You want to start a PFS in a year. So what, just remind me of the deliverables between now and then,
1: you think? So between now and Christmas, we'll be uh, focusing on the copper gold property. Uh, that's that's going to be where, where the focus is. Um, the geos are out on site at the moment. There's going to be um, some some news coming out. Um, I'm anticipating it's going to it's going to you know be 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 really really good um, in terms of just showing. Showing to our investors the the, the potential of this property, when um, we think we think the potential is really fantastic, um, we don't believe that BHP, uh, the they're, they're wonderful company, you know, but uh, we don't believe that they gave this area the attention that it deserved. Um, uh, they, they, they went out you know looking for for kind of uh, the indications of a of a huge outcropping kind of Antamina style deposit. Uh, um, and Antamina is the world's large, uh, one of the world's largest copper mines, uh, outcropping at surface with actually has zinc as well, one of the largest copper zinc mines. Uh, and, and yet here we are, we're getting uh, really high grades of copper with gold. Um, and that is quite unusual in this part of the world. Uh, you know, we, we think it's, you know, very exciting uh, for an early stage property. And, and that's what we're going to be focusing between now Christmas. And then in the new year, um, the new year we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll be putting in place the, uh, the the team for a Walker to move that forward as well. And and then uh, next year we'll be moving the two projects forward in
0: parallel. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn.